Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today, and just as air travel is picking back up again, there are problems. Flights are being turned around, delayed, and even being forced to abort landings. Now, all this is painting the picture of wider issues with the air traffic control system across the state and perhaps even the nation. For more on this, we are joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Mary Schiavo, CNN aviation analyst analyst and former inspector general of the United States Department of Transportation. Mary, we're so delighted that you're joining us today. You know, this seems like it's a huge public safety issue. We're seeing different cases ranging from the Air India emergency landing in Russia, planes at SFO being forced to abort their landings. Is there a reason, a common reason that this is happening all at once? Yes, there is. And unfortunately, that reason can in large measure be put right squarely on the United States government. So first of all, let me unpack it. So first of all, when the world went into hibernation during COVID, the Federal Aviation Administration scaled back its training and hiring of air traffic controllers. Now, most of the world hoped and prayed and took lots of vaccines so we would all get better and we'd get to go back to normal life. But somehow the FAA didn't plan for normal life. So a lot of what we're seeing is their failure to continue to run the agency and be prepared for when COVID was over. So we have a shortage of air traffic controllers. However, we have a shortage of air traffic controllers in what's called the core 30. Now, we have uh, literally, if you count all of them in America, we have 16,000 airports. If you count just the major busy, major airports with commercial traffic where you can get a scheduled airline or used to be able to get a scheduled airline, you know, we have, it depends how you count them, about 500. Where do we send most of our traffic? Into 30 airports. They're called the core 30. So, for example, many, many cities in California, and I used to live in Los Angeles, you know, they funnel the traffic into the big airports, but many cities in California, smaller cities, has no service whatsoever. So it makes no sense to have a national aviation policy that allows airlines to say, oh, well, we're just going to use these big airports and we're going to do hub and spoke and we're going to make everybody's life miserable because that means smaller communities without air service can't be business hubs. You can't conduct business. You can't you have life as it's known, you know, in the bigger cities. Now, you know, it's great. You know, I could go to LAX at any time of day and hop on a plane, but it isn't fair to other citizens when they have no air service. So the, the, it's the policy and it's the failure of the FAA to plan for post-COVID that's causing this. 
Also, blame goes to the airlines for wanting to compact all the service into a few hubs. I see. Uh, I just wanted to get to a situation that happened at SFO uh, most recently, and it's being highlighted in the San Francisco Chronicle today. And that is a pilot with United Airlines being told by air traffic control to do a go around, to abort his landing, not once, but twice. And you can hear him on uh, live ATC, the pilot that is, uh, complaining a little bit about what had just happened and what he was forced to do Uh, that's a safety issue if you're told to go if you're told to go around that is the atc making sure that your pilot and passengers are safe so why do you suppose there's frustration well there's frustration because it is a huge safety issue and the federal aviation administration knows that this is the one thing in aviation safety that's headed the wrong way. In fact, this year we have had more near uh, near collisions on runways, and it's called runway incursions, and we have had more of them this year, just so far this year, than we've had in years past, and they are, you know, at very dangerous high-use airports, but that is the one statistic in aviation safety that's headed the wrong way, and that's run- near runway collisions or runway incursions, as it's called, and that is goes both to the fault of air traffic controllers and in some cases to pilots who misunderstand the instruction or not familiar with the airport. And the solution for that compounds the frustration of the pilots because the solution for that, which the Federal Aviation Administration has already announced, is they're going to increase separation between planes, meaning delays, because they can't put them, you know, a, a few seconds apart when there aren't enough eyes in the air traffic control tower to have eyes on every plane. And some of that is, of course, electronic eyes. But we just don't have enough to follow every plane all around the airport now. And thus, we have to increase the separation, and that increases delays. Well, you, you just and it said, is a huge safety issue. You huge. just said electronic um, eyes. And that was one of the questions that I also had, Mary, that there are some concerns that the equipment that the air traffic controllers are using is not state-of-the-art equipment. And this is a public safety issue. I mean, are we going to wait until there's some hideous catastrophe and then we're going to look at it and say, oh, golly gosh, this equipment is decades old. Maybe we should be upgrading this. Why isn't it uh, the best possible? And why don't we have enough air traffic controllers? Are they not asking for enough funding? Is Congress not giving them enough funding? What's going on that should fix this? Well, you know, Congress has been skeptical of the FAA because over the past, you know, three decades, you know, since even when I was in the uh, Department of Transportation, the FAA wastes a lot of money. So when the FAA goes poor-mouthing to the Hill, the Senate and the House say, wait a minute, you wasted the last money that we gave you. And so for this problem, I also put the Senate and the House in as part of the problem. They have to ride herd on the FAA. You know, when I was in the DOT, if a senator or a member of Congress sent the FAA letter, they hopped too. They did it. They responded. They looked at it. But we can't just throw money at the FAA when they don't respond and there's no good management. And there is report after report that the FAA cannot manage these big computer programs and these big computer projects. And I can tell you right now, it is contractors. You know, it is private companies that are running this. And granted, you know, some do a good job, but the equipment, that there was a safety summit about two months ago, and the FAA admitted that, yeah, a lot of their equipment's outdated. And that is 
hard. I mean, that is really grating because they have wasted a lot of money, but we have to move forward. I mean, that's water under the bridge. And Congress has to hold their feet to the fire. You can't keep giving them billions of dollars and letting them waste it and say, oh, well, you know, here's more. And uh, I would like Congress to play a much bigger role. Mary, we are so lucky to have you on the air. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, Mary Schiavo, aviation lawyer, former inspector general of the United States Department of Transportation. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.